All right, here we go. My name is Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 220 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. How you guys doing? Hope you're doing well. I'm, 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 I've been away a while. I was. I, I tried. I went to. I, I spent some days down in West Virginia visiting my parents. I tried two times. I, I made. A, I made a good faith effort in trying to record a podcast episode while I was driving down there, and when I was driving back, I tried one time each way, both times interrupted by a phone call. Like I was in the middle of a, of, a, of recording an episode, and my phone starts ringing. Destroys the entire thing. Just explodes the entire damn thing. You know, I don't know. Anyway, so that didn't happen. And um, it went well. The trip went well, except for one small little thing. There was a, you know, a hurricane in the middle of it. I mean, you know, other than that small little detail, other than that hurricane, you know, uh, and, and basically all it did was dump a shitload of water. I mean, we're, you know, West. this is in West Virginia, so this is inland. But it got, we got blasted with water, you know, just rain and rain and rain. It rained. It pretty much rained every day I was gone, you know. And um, so other than that, it was, uh, it was you know, went, went by without a hitch. I, um, I left on Monday morning about 10 o'clock. And I don't need you know ten o'clock is early for me. I don't I don't need any you know I don't need any any judgment on that. It's ten o'clock. If that means I have to get up at eight, which is like the middle of the night as far as I'm concerned, and get all my shit together, get a shower and get ready and all this stuff. And to be on the road at ten o'clock, it's a miracle. I feel like people should come over here and pat me on the back and say, "Good job, buddy." Ten a.m. It's quite an accomplishment. All I get is ten o'clock. Day's half over. So, uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I, you know, I live a different life. My 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 hours are are askew. You know, but anyway, I left about ten o'clock in the morning, and I headed down to Interstate eighty one. Well, first of all, I stopped at the uh, Arby's. Right, that's going to get me a couple of those croissants. You know, <laughs> sausage, egg, and cheese croissant. Croissant. Right. And um, they had two for four bucks. I know that's not very, that's not good for you. But you know, I was hungry. I want, so I stopped there and I pull up to the to the order to the to the you know to the the sign that big sign you talk into, and uh, the woman goes, "It's gonna be a while." <sighs> it's like what the, what is this? What do you mean it's gonna be a while? It's not like welcome to welcome to Arby's. Thank you for a. It'll be a. It'll be a couple minutes. You know that's what you should be. It's just like it's just said. It's gonna be a while. Like I feel like I'm like. I'm, should I just drive away? You know what kind of bitchy ass greeting is that? Somebody's in there all exasperated and being shitty to. The, so I'm like I, just, I don't say I don't even respond. I just sit there and she goes all right. Can I help you? You know. Unbelievable. So I ordered those things and I ate them, and they were, you know, probably clogged my arteries, but 
They were delicious. And um, so I was heading down Interstate 81. And um, I was like, I gotta get, I gotta set up this GPS because if I don't, I don't know. I mean, I've been obviously I've been down there many times, but I there's a lot of turns and there's a lot. Of, if I miss something, if I'm not paying attention, I'm gonna miss something. I'm gonna end up in the freaking Carolinas, you know, maybe Tennessee. I don't know. I don't know what could happen. So, um, so I always have my GPS running in the background. I always use uh, Google Maps, right? I wish I had navigation in my car. I don't, but. So I used Google Maps, and the other day I tried to open that thing. It wasn't open. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what that was going on. So um, I didn't think anything about it because, you know, things glitch out all the time. So on Monday I was trying to open it again, and it was doing the same thing. It would just, like, you'd tap on it, and the logo would just pop up on the screen. It wouldn't move past that. I was like, what the shit's going on? I'm getting irritated. So I pull off at some rest area. I mean, I'm like... 30 miles from my house at this point. Pull off in this rest area. I go in the turlet. I go in the bathroom, take a wheels, and um, and I'm walking out of there. Like my everybody's hands are dripping because there's no everything. There's nothing. There's no. This guy goes. Goes. There's no paper towels. The goddamn blowers are busted. <laughs> like I said, yeah, exactly. Like every every guy coming out of that bathroom is just like shaking their hands, shaking the water off their hands. There's no way to dry your hands in there. So then I go back to my car and I uh, I start uh, monkeying around with that Google Maps. It won't open. I can't get it to open. I I uninstalled the thing. I reinstalled it. Nothing. The thing would not work. It's like what am I going to do? I mean, I, I have to have this. So I went in there and I downloaded Waze W A Z E and um, I've had that before and I I shit canned it for some reason. I don't know. And um, so I, I had to set that thing up again. I mean, it didn't recognize any of my passwords. I don't know. It wouldn't work. So I had to reset that. I had to set up an account with the thing. You know, it took, took time. It was burning daylight. I'm sitting there. I finally got it to work. And um, I headed, out, headed on down the road again. And the thing started going, warning, vehicle on the side of the road or something, you know, warning, hazard ahead, you know, stuff like this. It's like all these warnings. Warning, policeman ahead or something like that. thing kept telling you about cops. It kept telling if there's a car pulled over or if there's a car broken down on the side of the road. At one point it said, it said dead animal on the side of the road. <laughs> like, what the? And there's like a mound of fur, like a dead. It looked like a dead bear, but it's just a just a, a fur hill, you know. And um, I was like, "What? The, this thing gives you a lot of a lot, a lot of information, you know." And that that uh, cop ahead or whatever policeman ahead that saved my ass multiple times because I'd slow down and there'd be a cop up there. Man, that's pretty kick ass, you know. That thing's, that's a pretty good deal. I mean, I guess it's got buttons that you can push. Like if you see a cop and you can just hit a button, it'll say. And then if somebody's on the same route as you but behind you, it'll warn them. Man, that's pretty great. So so it's a community thing. You know, everybody's helping each other out. That saved my, you know, I could have, I probably would have gotten a couple of speeding tickets or at least one. You know, I probably got one speeding ticket. Would have cost me $300. And then I would have been, uh, been very careful at that point. You know what I mean? But um, that thing saved me. So I, I, I think I'm just going to, I think Google Maps, I think the hell with them. I'm going to stick with Waze. They give you more information. 
So I drove and drove and drove and drove and drove and drove. It was like endless. I mean, it's like the longest. I mean, I got phantom ass syndrome. It's just long, just drawn out shit. I had a snack sack in there. I had those two Arby's croissants, and then I didn't eat anything else, you know, except for you know, I I dig into my snack sack. <laughs> you want to know what I had in the, in, my, in my sack? <laughs> I had um, this bag of uh, a mixture of of uh, jelly beans. I went over to Wegmans and just got a mixture of these jelly beans. Because those are good when you're traveling. They don't get all over your hands, you know. They don't make a mess. And I had uh, Little Debbie's oatmeal cakes and um, some goldfish. So I, you know, every once in a while I'd hit that sack, and um, that kept me, you know. So I didn't need anything. I ate those two those two Arby's before I even left Clark Summit, and then I didn't need anything else the rest of the day. So I just drove and drove and drove and drove, and it never ending. And then I get. I get into into West Virginia. I go past Charleston. I go past Dunbar. I called my dad. I said, I'm almost there. I just passed Dunbar. And he goes, all right, we'll um, get the uh, hot bologna run. Um, we'll, get, we'll get the hot bologna going. I said, all right, sounds good. So then I get down to um, this little town called Cross Lanes. Massive traffic jam. Like the... The interstate's not moving at all. It's just it's just a brick wall, you know. There's no forward movement. Everybody's stopped. Nothing's happening. I'm like, what the hell? So I called my dad back. I said, you haven't started on that baloney, have you? He goes, no. He goes, I said, he goes, what's going on? I said, I'm stuck on the interstate. He goes, oh, God. Who knows? He goes, there might be a wreck. It might be doing construction. I don't know. I said, well, it's not moving at all. I said, I've been sitting here for a while. It's not moving at all. <laughs> he goes, well, he goes, I, he goes, I don't know. Can you get off that cross lanes exit? I said, when I get up there, maybe. I may, I said, it's not really moving, though. He goes, if you can get off that exit, you can, uh, you know, go across Golf Mountain Road, up 25, 35, 45, 45, cross 11. I'm like, he starts firing off all these numbers. I was like, I don't know what any of that means at all. I said, I don't know anything about numbers. He goes, well, he goes, he goes, you know, he was going, he goes, you know, go, go scroll across. I said, so wait a minute. I said, let me, I said, hang on a second. I said, so if I go across Golf Mountain Road, I'll be over there by Carbide, right? He goes, yeah. And that, and I head up there, I go, go across the St. Albans Bridge, and then I, and then I take a right there, and I, it heads out towards your house, right? He goes, yeah, that's what I said. I said, I don't know it by numbers. I said, I don't know anything about that. Up 35, cross flip, you know, like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So anyway, I said, I think I can do that. So I went, I got off the cross lanes exit. I, I screwed that up, and I got somehow I got back on the interstate going the opposite direction, had to drive back down to the next exit down. And then, uh, and, uh, so I drove up there, and um, I, I did the route that I, you know, my dad was suggesting I take. Cr- go across the bridge, turn right on Route 60, head on out, head on out to their house. But I don't know what to do after that. You know, I don't know where to turn or anything. So I put it in my Jeep. I put it in Waze. I because there's a sheets like right near their house. I just put sheets in, in the town that they live in. And I, I thought, if it could take me to Sheets, I can find their house from there. So it takes me across this road, right? And um, 
it said it was 4.6 miles across this thing. And it is rural, you know. There's nothing out there. There's a couple. There's a few houses and stuff, but it is. I mean, you, it, the the road is twisting and turning. It's like uh, it's like a roller coaster. It's up and down, round and round. It's like the entire road is a is a curve. How could there be an entire road with no straightaways? <laughs> it's like every. It's like 100% curve. You know, you're just curving back and forth. I think it's going up and they go up a hill, down a hill. It was insane, and it was like out in the middle of nowhere. There's like nothing around, and it was like it said it was 4.6 miles. It felt like I was driving on that thing for like 35 miles. You know, it just kept going on and on and on. Like, where in the hell am I going? I, I assume this thing's going to come out somewhere, and the thing's just up and down, round and around. I think there's a couple of loop de loops in there. I'm not 100 sure. It's like holy shit, man, and um. I was thinking if Tony was with me, she'd be like freaking out. She'd have a panic attack on this thing. So, um, so anyway, it came out and it took me to a sheets that I've never seen before in my life. I don't know where it was. I don't know where it is. And um, I, I was like, what the? So I called my dad again. <laughs> I said, I don't know where I'm at. He goes, well, or, he goes, where are you at? What's around? He goes, are you on 34? I said, I don't know anything about these numbers. So, you know. He goes, well, what? He goes, describe, look around, see what. So he goes, yeah, you're on 34. You're just, you're just a couple miles away from our house. So he told me how to do it, how to get there. I said, all right, well, I'm going to go in here and get some beer because um, I need some I need some freaking beer. So I went in there and I bought a six pack of Bell's Two Hearted and um, headed, headed over to their house. And that was, I went, I went to their house and they had hot bologna. My dad was making some hot bologna. West Virginia delicacy, and um, it was great. It was delicious. It was fantastic. Had two of those babies. Had some Snyder's of Berlin potato chips and some sweet tea. Ah, fantastic. So that was day one. And then at that point, I was there. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't even remember. I can't even keep the days straight. I'm not. So I'm not going to try to keep this in chronological order. One day we just drove around Dunbar. This is a tradition. They they take us t- they take me down to Dunbar, and it was pouring down the rain. So we're just riding around the town, looking at stuff. You know, the our old town. You know, drove around Charleston. You know, just drove around. I don't know. I think we had like I don't know. My dad made like these uh, club sandwiches for lunch. They were they were fantastic as well. And uh, we drove around and just drove around, you know, and talked, and you know that was fun, I guess. And then we went to, um, let's see. Oh, my dad. I don't know why my was my dad doing all the cooking now. <laughs> I don't remember my mom doing any cooking while I'm there. Now that I think about it. But anyway, he made these things called silver bullets. Are you, are you familiar with this? Or he calls them silver bullets. He goes. Some people call them hobo dinner. I said, what the hell's that? It's basically it's aluminum foil, and he cuts up, pota- he slices tomato, or not tomatoes, potatoes. He puts carrots in there, onions, and two patties, two hamburger patties, and he he wraps it up in an aluminum foil, and puts it in the oven, four hundred degrees, for forty five minutes, and um, it comes out. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's really good. It's basically like, I mean, it's hamburger, but it gets real, uh, it gets real, uh, what do you call it? 
tinder, you know. It's almost like uh, like a a poor man's pot roast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's hamburger instead of uh, you know pot roast. But it's good. It's like really good. I like all that. I like all the. It's just a mixture of uh, those vegetables and and the, and the hamburger. It was good. It was surprisingly good. He made three of them and um, made a lot of food. And that was that was good. He calls them silver bullets. He said everybody down in Florida calls them silver bullets. But he said they're also known as hobo's dinner, hobo dinner, or something like that. I looked it up. There's a whole bunch of recipes for the hobo dinner. So that's what we had. Uh, I think I watched a baseball game, and um, you know the, the Reds are on all the time there. So um, and then one day, uh, what else we do? Hang on, let me check my notes. Sorry, I can't remember. Um, oh, okay, here we go. Okay, that night, that night after we had the hobo dinner or the silver bullets, we were looking at these old slides that my grandfather took back in the '60s and '70s. He, used, he had a camera. He had this fancy camera, and when he would have when he'd have the film developed, he'd have them developed as slides. You know, this was a big thing back in those days. They'd have a slide projector, put on a big production. So he had all these slides. He had hundreds of slides. My brother had those things made into like photographs, right, and, and sent them to my parents. My parents put them in these big giant uh, albums. So she brought out, my mom brought out these albums. We're looking at them, and there's this picture of me and my brother. And I'll try to put this on the website, on the um, Surf Report Pod website. Uh, me and my brother, we, we approximated, we don't know the exact date, but we think it was around 1966, based on the age, our age, you know. Looks like my brother is like two years old, and I'm like maybe like four or something, you know. Somewhere in that neighborhood, we're young. I'm wearing like a cowboy hat and like a like a holster with a gun, you know, dressed up like a cowboy. I can remember. I can actually remember that, you know. I can remember that being there at this. It's in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and um, so I was looking at that picture. And I said, "Isn't that that bridge in the background?" Because you can see two bridges in the background. It's this famous bridge that collapsed, and. Um, and it was it was called the Silver Bridge. It was a national news, like something like forty three people died. It was like there were cars on there, and the thing collapsed at rush hour, fell into the river. It was a big deal. And um, I said, "When did that Silver Bridge fall?" My dad goes, "I think it was like the late fifties." I said, "What? No." I said, "I think it was like nineteen seventy or something." He goes, oh, "I don't know about that." So I looked it up on my phone, and um, it was uh, 1967. He goes, I don't know, man. I could be wrong. I said, yeah. But anyway, um, so that picture was taken, we think, in 1966. And that bridge collapsed in 1967. You can see the thing in the background. I said, that's cool. You know, and that's where that whole Mothman, the whole Mothman thing came around. People were seeing the, the, the Mothman. You know, are you familiar with this? <laughs> and um, and then as soon as that bridge collapsed, they didn't see him anymore. Like all these people in the area had seen this like large winged man, either like standing in the road or flying. Sometimes the thing would take flight. You know, the Mothman didn't. You know, it didn't let the grass grow under its under its feet, under its claws. So anyway, 
So there was this thing where this where these people were seeing this Mothman for like I don't know a couple of weeks before this bridge collapsed. As soon as the bridge collapsed, they didn't see it anymore. So it's tied into this legend. There's this legend of the Mothman and all this stuff. So it's a, kind of a famous story. All right. So I was like, that is that's unbelievable. I never noticed that. That's I think it's that silver bridge. I was looking up pictures of the of the bridge. My mom's like, you you and that phone. I said I'm. I said, I'm looking up information. This I'm doing research. You can't leave that phone alone. You know, oh man, every time I looked at my phone, every time my phone made a noise, she would go off on a tirade, you know. Why you people, you young people? I said, Young? I'm an old man, you know? And um anyway, so anyway, I was looking it up and it, it's that silver bridge, the one that collapsed. I said, That is that's pretty cool. And my dad goes, well, we don't have anything to do tomorrow. You want to drive down there? We can see if we can find the exact spot where that picture was taken. I said, hell yeah. I said, how far is it? And he goes, I don't know. I said, let me look it up on my phone. <laughs> I can use my phone to get that information in seconds. My mom's like, oh, God. She goes, do you have to set an alarm in the middle of the night to uh, so you can check your phone, you know, in the, you know, a couple times during the night so you don't have, like, withdrawals or something. So anyway, uh, it was 28 miles. I said, all right, let's do it. So we went down there the next day, and uh, we drove down there. It's pouring. It's raining. Uh, like I said, it rained pretty much the entire time. And um, we went down there and um, couldn't find the exact location. And um, there was some woman there, and she was like uh, she was like a ranger or something. I'm like, I don't know. And... um. She goes, well, why don't you go show that woman that picture? Maybe she can. I said, I don't know. She doesn't seem too bright. <laughs> she goes, oh, Jeff, my God. I said, I'm, I don't, I'm not too confident. So anyway, um, so this thing, I mean, you could see where the bridge was. We did ask that woman, or she, my mom did, and she said they moved the bridge after it collapsed. They moved it to a different street, like it's. So if you're looking. Where we thought we were looking from this vantage point, they moved it behind. I don't know. It's hard to explain. But they moved the bridge. They didn't rebuild it in the exact same spot. So it's crazy. So we couldn't find the exact same spot. I mean, it's like 50 years ago. That that park's still there. It feels like there's like trees that have grown up, you know, and stuff. It's, it's very difficult because it had, it had like a yellow sidewalk in the picture, like a stone sidewalk type thing. There was nothing like that. You know, I don't know. The whole thing's baffling to me. Well, I couldn't figure out, none of us could figure out where that picture was taken. From Plus, it was like sort of raining. It was misty and it was hot, really humid and rainy, kind of miserable. I said, well, we have to go see the Mothman. They were like, what the shit's the Mothman? I said, you, don't, you guys don't know about that? I've never heard of that before in my life. Who's this Mothman? I said, it's not Mothman. <laughs> it's not like Saul Mothman, you know. I mean, I don't know what the... Um, so we went, So I put it, you know, I grabbed my phone, you know, and I find the address of the Mothman statue. And um, oh, I think I turned my... Was that, that, my phone fights its way off. If I, if I turn it off, it fights its way back to life. It will not go down. Anyway... So I find the address of the where the statue is. They have a Mothman statue in the middle of town. And we went there, and my dad's like, or my mom's like, all right, well, I'm not even getting out of the car. 
I said, this is the Mothman. This, this is the legend. She goes, I've never heard. I've lived here my whole life. I've never heard of it. I said, all right. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you about that. So I got out and took some pictures. It was raining. My dad got out and half-heartedly, you know, he, wanted, he didn't want to act like he was completely uninterested, <laughs> doing it for my benefit. I said, they got this museum up here. My mom's like, I'm not going into any kind of Mothman museum, all right? I'm going to make that clear. I said, all right, well, can we, can I can I at least check out? They have, like, a gift shop in there, I think. Can I at least, like, walk through the gift shop? All right, make it snappy, you know, <laughs> like, really. I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on. But um, so my dad went around the block, parked in front of the Mothman Museum, you know, it looked like I didn't even, I couldn't tell if he was even open. I opened the door. I said, you guys open? Yeah. There's people in there shopping. You can't see from the, out, from the sidewalk. I said, I said, how much that museum? She goes, 450 <laughs> And I was like, I'm, I'm going to go through that thing. So I went back out to the car. My mom and dad's out there. I said, I'm not, I said, I think I'm going to, I'm going to at least look through the gift shop. I'll, it, it's open. So my dad goes, I guess I'll come in. Mom's like, I'm not going in there. <laughs> You know, so um, he came in. We looked around about this cool poster. I'll put that on the uh, I'll put that on the uh, website as well. It's a poster. It looks like an old comic book. It's kick ass. I'll, I'll show you what it looks like. And um, I was like, I don't know. I feel like they they want they were I had social pressure that they wanted to get back on the road. They wanted to head on out, head on back. So I, I skipped going through the museum. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm 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 going to cause a big old giant argument if I go through the museum. So, so I bought that poster and I looked around the shop. There are a bunch of nerds in there buying stuff. I mean, that place was you know there's people in there. It certainly wasn't abandoned or anything. And then um, we headed back. And then we went to dinner at uh, Red Lobster. I said I don't really like the. So they, they said, is there anything you could eat there? Because they know I don't like seafood all that much. I said, yeah, I can get a, a steak. They said, all right. So we went to Red Lobster. It was pouring down the rain. I mean, it was like a terrible night, you know. There's like nobody in there. I mean, it was like maybe a third full, you know. Ordered this New York strip. Cost like 25 bucks. <laughs> Very expensive, in my opinion, you know. And... um Ordered at medium, and, um, you know, I cut the thing in half. I don't know why I do that. I always cut it, like, right across the middle. And I looked at it. It looked like it was cooked right. And I ate the steak from the middle to the right. That's, I ate that section. It was good. It was, like, perfectly cooked. It was exactly the way I wanted it. And then I started on the uh, to the middle to the left section. Blood red. The thing looked like it was straight out of the... Straight out of the meat case, you know. It's like one end was cooked and the other end was not. And I was like, oh. I said, I was thinking, if I if I bring this up, they're gonna cause this big giant uproar. They're gonna, my mom especially, man, she'll go to war over stuff like that. I'm like, oh, I'm a, so I just kind of tried to keep it to myself. And my mom was like, I can't eat this thing. She was eating. They, she got a steak too. She kept putting steak. Hers was well done. And she kept putting steak over on my plate, and I was eating her, you know, her steak. And I didn't bring up 
the, I was trying not to bring it up because I knew she'd like call some big giant thing. She was also the salt. The salt wouldn't come out of the salt shaker. And uh, she was getting fired up about that because I guess it's humid, you know, and the salt's just a big clump in there. And she was like, hey, like yelling at the woman, you know, like the waitress. She's like yelling at her across the frickin' restaurant. I said, what do you, the woman just kept walking. I don't know if she, she either pretended she didn't hear her or she didn't hear. I said, what, is, I said, do you want, what do you want? And she goes, this salt won't come out. She had her like, she had her fork. She was like trying to cut holes in, in the top of the thing. And I said, I'll go over on one of these tables and get another one. You know, so swap them out. So anyway, that thing was like, I'd say mediocre, you know. That whole dinner was mediocre. It was good, I guess. I mean, the part that was cooked right was good. I've had steaks from there before that were, like, perfect, you know. I don't know. When you go into a seafood restaurant and you order a steak, for some reason, those steaks are always real good. I don't know why, but it, it seems that way. So they they love Red Lobster, and I don't know. I don't I don't like it. I think it's overpriced, and I just don't. I don't think it's any good. I don't like seafood to begin with. I'd never pick that place. They picked it. I don't know why. I didn't have a I didn't have a say in it. So um, so that was you know, and it was raining. We went back. I don't know. Watch Reds. <laughs> watch the Reds. My mom was watching like game shows all the time. She watches the Game Show Network round the clock. It's like, what the... I mean, it's like Family Feud and this this game called America Says or something. I never... I don't know what the hell that is. It sucks. It's like low rent. It's like... I think it's made for the Game Show Network. A lot of that stuff is like, you know, they, they show stuff that's like syndicated stuff. And then it's like old... Sometimes they play like match game from like the 70s and stuff. But this is like new. It's brand new. 2021, and it's I think it's made for the Game Show Network. And we sat there and watched like seven, they play like seven or eight of them in a row. And we're like, I'm just sitting there, it's like, oh my God. Oh my God, it's pouring down the rain. I'm sitting here watching this thing, this uh, America Says. And the thing's like, you could you could win the grand prize of like a thousand dollars, a thousand dollars. It's like real, the, the prizes are real low, you know. It looks like it's made on some local news station, you know, it's like real low rent. Like, why are we watching this? You know, at least when the Reds were on, one night they got rained out. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, the Reds are rained out. What am I going to do? I'm going to sit here and watch this America Says deep into the night. And then when it goes off, Steve Harvey comes out, you know, with that family feud. It's like on, like the nights, the nights when um, we were watching baseball, my dad sat in there and watched baseball. He doesn't give two shits about it. He just humors me. He sits in there and watches the game with me. And my mom goes back to the bedroom. And when there, when it, when it gets quiet, like if there's a quiet moment in the baseball game, oh my God, my phone. Um, I could hear this. Bing! It's like you could hear like game show, <laughs> game show sounds coming from down the hallway it's like turned up so loud it's like you know every once in a while you hear this survey says you know all this stuff bing oh man I'm gonna freaking throw this thing in the ocean who are these assholes sending me text messages power this bitch off sorry about that oh my god you're sending me text messages like rapid fire <sighs> 
All right. So that, that won't happen again. I killed it. I killed my phone. All right. So, um, and then one night she goes, I don't know. I had to extend my stay because of the rain on Wednesday. It was like going to be just a disaster. Rain, flooding all up and down the east eastern seaboard, you know, because of that hurricane. I'm like, I can't drive in that or I don't want to. And um, Thursday's supposed to be beautiful. I was supposed to leave on Wednesday. I said, I'm going to have to stay an extra day. I hope you guys are all right with that. You know, they're like, yeah, stay all week, you know. So um, my mom's like, all right. So we got one. You have to pick where we're going to have dinner. We're not eating at home. I don't cook anymore. <laughs> I was like, what? what the? She goes, we're going out. She goes, I'm going to give you three options. You have to pick. I said, all right. She goes, Dairy Queen. I'm like, what the hell? I said, no, that's out. She goes, what's the problem with Dairy Queen? I said, that's a place for lunch, not dinner. She goes, all right, Mr. Fancy Pants. Um, she goes, uh, Bob Evans. Yeah. Or Cracker Barrel. I said, well, you know what my answer is going to be. Every time. Always, 100% of the time, it's going to be Cracker Barrel. She goes, that's far. That's the farthest one away from our house. I said, well, if you want me to pick, you said pick one of the three. Cracker Barrel is my choice. She goes, all right. So we drove to uh, Cross Lanes and went to the barrel, and it was fantastic. I'm not kidding. That thing was, I mean, we, we placed our order, and it felt like less than five minutes went by. They were bringing it out. They had that shit. That thing was run like a Swiss clock, you know? And it was, everything was good. I mean, everything, the whole thing was perfect, you know? And I was like, I, I said, I meet people all the time who tell me that they hate Cracker Barrel. Like, I don't understand how that's even possible. How could you hate Cracker Barrel? She goes, my mom goes, tell me the truth. Um, which do you like better? Which did you like better? That that $25 steak that you had last night, <laughs> notice that she knew how much it cost, um, versus, because they were paying, right? She goes, versus this uh, meatloaf that you had tonight. I said, well, I said, well, I like the steak. You know, I mean, the steak was good. But if I had to choose between the two, I'm going with the, I'm going with the meatloaf. She goes, I had a feeling that's what you are going to say. I said, well, that's the way I am, you know. Some people are highfalutin, I'm midfalutin. You know, I don't know. She goes, yeah. I said, how much this cost versus uh, Red Lobster? And my dad said, uh, less than half. <laughs> I said, well, there you go. I mean, I don't know. I love Cracker Barrel. Well, I mean, you can say what you want, but um, that, that shit is that shit was fantastic. You know. So that was that night. I don't know what else we did. I don't. I, one day there's this crazy resort that they're open up there. They're building it. It's called, uh, it's in Milton. It's like near my parents' house. It's this old polio hospital. Yeah. Are you are you familiar with this? I mean, are you are you hip to this? It's an old, it's back in the 50s and 40s, I guess, maybe 60s, back when everybody had polio, probably 40s and 50s, 30s maybe, I don't know. There's this hospital up there, a sanitarium, as they called them, for people with the polio would stay there. They're gonna. Some company came in and bought all this acreage, including that old hospital. And they're turning it into this fancy ass resort. I mean, this thing is crazy. I mean, it's like. I mean, I was reading about it. There's like news reports about it. I'll try to link to one of them. 
on the website. But it's, um, I mean, they're pouring multi-millions of dollars into this place. And it's this huge resort, and it's, it's going to be high-end. I said, who? Why? Milton, West Virginia. Why? I said, what? I don't understand. And they're like, I don't understand either. <laughs> I mean, we're all baffled. Milton, West Virginia. Why would you build some millionaire's retreat, you know, in the middle of... I mean, there's nothing around. I don't know. It's not like there's, like, skiing there or anything around there. I don't understand it. I mean, I don't... But they're, like, man, they're deep into it. We drove all around up in there. They're building all these... Yeah, there's all kinds of construction going on. They got that shit. They're deep into it. Crazy. I mean, that's that's baffling to me. I don't understand that at all. But I don't know. I guess they got high hopes for it. But, um, you know, if you want a vacation next year, Milton. Well, I don't know if it's going to be open next year. In the near future, Milton, West Virginia is a good option. That's one. You put that on your calendar if you want. And um, I don't know. That's the end of it. I don't know. Oh, one time. Oh, here's another thing. Uh, so they made a cake. They made a chocolate cake before. They always have like pie and cake. When I, so they made. Uh, they had a lemon meringue pie, which has always been my one of my favorites. You know, all my life. When I go home, when I go back to my one of my grandmother, when my grandmother was alive, she'd make a lemon meringue pie. My parents do the same. So there's a lemon meringue pie and a chocolate cake with chocolate icing, right? So they're like, every night after dinner, they were like, uh, what do you want? Do you want um, cake or pie? And I'd say, I think I'm going to have cake. And my mom would say, oh, you don't like the pie? I'm like, what the? And then the next night, I'd say, I'll go with the pie. Well, what's wrong with the cake? <laughs> it's like you can't win. It's like, oh, my God. I said, I said, I like both of them. I've been eating them all, you know, all through my stay here. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I choose cake. I mean, that's not like I'm, 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 I'm dissing the pie. I'm like, I can't win. I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of shit like that going on. <laughs> a lot of game shows and a lot of uh, surveys says, you know, my mom's like, I can't stand this guy, you know. Steve Harvey. I'm like, why are you watching Round the Clock? And she says, I can't stand that Drew, what's his name, Drew Carey? Because we watch that shit too, you know, that Price is Right. She goes, I can't stand that guy. But I watch it every day, you know, without fail. I don't know, whatever. Um, it was a good trip. It had its, um, you know, it had its uh, ups and downs. But they're, you know, they're getting up there in age. My dad will be 80 later this month. They're good. They're in good shape, though. Just a little curmudgeonly, you know. And um, my drive back was in the beautiful sunlight. Beautiful. I mean, the the, the humidity was low. It was, oh, it, was a, it was a wonderland, you know. Stopped and got me some uh, beer, some of that West Virginia beer, the uh, Devilands IPA. Fantastic. And I got Steve some. I stopped at, um, I met him at um, his exit off of Interstate 80. I stopped and uh, passed him some beer. And, um, you know, drove home. And um, there you go. Uh, it was an extra day. And we're at the end of this thing. Hope you enjoyed my trip to West Virginia. <sighs> Hope there's some 
hope or something in there that interested you. I'm gonna, there's going to be a lot of notes. There's going to be pictures. There's going to be links about all this stuff. So um, if you're interested, head on over to surfreportpod.com. And once again, I'm pushing. I've, I've got I've got messages on the hotline. I'm going to push them. Sorry. But I'll get to them. Don't worry. I feel like everything's uh, kind of... Everything's unusual. First time I have a, like a normal episode, I'll include those. So, but if you want to be a part of that, you can call five seven zero two nine zero eight one five one again. Five seven zero two nine zero eight one five one. Those are that 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 number is also in the show notes. So give me a call twenty four hours a day if you have some kind of comment or if you want to ask a question or make a suggestion, whatever. Do do it up. Five seven zero two nine zero eight one five one. And if you want two of these episodes a week instead of a measly one, you can do that too at Patreon. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Jeff K. You can sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation, and you'll get an extra episode of this podcast every week, full-length episodes. You're not going to get some half-assed version. And it's every week? Not every once in a while. It's for suckers. So do that today, patreon.com slash Jeff K. And if you want to check my exploits on the uh, scratch-off project, today's Saturday as I record this. I'll have to go buy me a scratch-off, you know, a little bit later today. See what see what happens. I can predict. I mean, I'm no Nostradamus, but I can predict it's going to be a big fat zero but anyway, you can follow my exploits at the wbsr.com slash scratchoff. And I'm going to do it for 52 weeks. I don't know where I'm at. I'm like I'm like 32 weeks in or something like that. So I got like 20 more to go. Not doing so great. Eh. But you can get all the details at that, at that page. And like I said, surfreportpod.com is the new website for the for the uh, podcast. It has all the expanded show notes and stuff there. So if you want to, if you're interested in that, check that out. And we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for everything. I hope you enjoyed this. I will be back soon over on the Patreon side. Until then, have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. Pull off in this rest area. I go in the turlet.